0: Life. Can I get a little more, (laughs) Scott? Mit Jim und (laughs) Clarkson. What's up, bitches? Welcome to the Scotch Masters. <laughs> yeah, the Scotch Masters. Scotch and Scotch. I'm Jim. He's Clarkson. We're drinking Scotch and answering questions to make your life better. Yeah. Uh, we are basically two guys who had a movie podcast for many years, a uh, much longer-reaching friendship than that, and decided, uh, hey, let's life coach.
1: Yeah, let's... people need our advice and conversation.
0: We sat on many a couch. Well, on 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 two a couch, and watched lots of metal mania, and talked a lot of shit about a lot of things and then decided, hey, that means we're qualified to give you advice on how to live your life. Yeah. Uh, at you least can ch-
1: two different shows.
0: Yeah. you can Check us out at www.thefilmthugs.com to check out our movie show as well as some more of our advice shows. Indeed. If you have a question for us, you can send it to thelifemasters at gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter or Facebook or call 512-666. Rant. indeed, And hit us up with some questions. Now, what I'm going to do is a misery sandwich here. I'm going to throw the the, the really fucking uh, motherfucker in the middle so we can end on a lighter note. Okay. This one I don't even remember, but here we're going to go. All right. Dear Life Masters. Long story short, my kind, hilarious, handsome ex-boyfriend and I just broke up because after two years of things being great, we realized that nagging, but maybe it's not the forever kind of great wasn't ever going to go away. It's a very, very sad, very, very hard, and everyone is crying a lot and gazing listlessly out windows and listening to Bon Iver and wishing this wasn't our lives. That being said, we'd like to still be friends in a real and meaningful way, and I'm not sure how to navigate this for a few reasons. Oy. I have some exes with whom I'm friendly, but they are all, we dated for six months or less, and the kinds of friends we are is, we can be together at gatherings, and it's mostly fine and not awkward, and we comment on each other's funny Facebook statuses, not, you're the thing that makes me laugh when my day is terrible, or you're my partner in crime and adventures, or I call you when I just want to talk kind of friends. Two, he has no exes who are his friends, and the only one with whom he is still on and. Only one with whom he is still on – who he is on still-in-contact friendly terms. Three, we are very newly broken up and I don't want to mess this up by rushing into friendship before we even – before every time I see him and then remember that we're not together and it feels a sharp tug on my golden retriever's love of leash. You know, that feeling of stabbing of – you know, that feeling of stabbing knives in despair. But also don't want to give it space until seeing each other turns into this unnatural production. Mm. Uh, I suspect that in my heart of hearts I will be unbelievably ungracious about his new girlfriends when their time comes. He is truly the perfect guy, funny kind, unbelievably hot, in possession of the world's best beard, not in the DC style of one upsmanship that not into the DC style of one upsmanship that is the worst. And I know he is going to be snatched up by some really perfect wafy type woman who is basically who is in basically seconds. I know this in part because he is amazing, and in part because this is my greatest insecurity. Jerk brain says, "What if he dates someone blonde, no makeup, wearing athletic woman next? Well, that prove that our relationship what- wasn't Mr. to be, and I was unworthy." And I react to it by having lots of possess, by having a lot of crazy possessive person thoughts that I keep mostly to myself that eat up inside me. Can you ima- can you help me figure out how to navigate? I love you, but I need to be falling out of love with you. And I want to be important in your life, but I also need to go on feeling possessive about you. We're both going to make an effort to communicate a lot, and Stop. we're yeah. That, we don't even need to finish that. <laughs> Good God, Jesus. Okay, here's the thing. Uh,
1: well, I can see why you broke up and how amicable it all seemed to be at the end, even though everyone was in quote tears. Yeah, that but, dude is in a literal ocean of meatball sandwiches, boxer shorts, and Sports Center.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. shit, yeah, oh here we're both going to make an effort oh. to communicate a lot about making sure we're respecting one another's boundaries, oh. but this redefinition is hard and unfamiliar to me, and I just want to cut off the part there for seeing him. <laughs> doesn't feel like stabbing, and I don't want to push new girlfriends into volcanoes <laughs> Oh my God,
1: Oh, first of all, that uh perfect boyfriend of yours with a beard that whatever yeah, he's a genius. <laughs> Because he made it look like, well, this is not that forever feeling, you know, baby girl. <laughs> and, and convinced
0: you. He, does he work in sales? Because yeah, you're right. It's right not. on. Bro. Because here's the everything you're saying about him is yes, he is. Yeah. You want to be with this dude, but he convinced you <laughs> that it is not
1: the forever thing because 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 Good of the wonderful God. things he
0: does. Listen to you. Shit!
1: <laughs> no wonder he left. Yeah. Oh,
0: You are doting, my dear.
1: God damn it. So let's
0: talk about this as though you're not a crazy person yeah. and address the central issue. Yeah,
1: so oh, this is what we the, need to do. What's your on face sh- from the last man on uh, earth?
0: This is what we need to do. We need to address the question and then uh, say, okay, fuck off your crazy shit. Let's talk about the core problem here. Oh, okay. By the way, last man on earth, how fucking great is uh, Todd? I love Todd. I fucking love Todd. Toddler. The
1: show, in general, is uh-huh. not necessarily my thing. Yeah, but Nicole likes it, so I. Watch oh, I think
0: it's fucking fantastic. Cause... But
1: it's just it's not something I want to watch on a regular basis. But I don't mm-hmm. think it's bad or anything. Like I, that's not funny. and It yeah. sucks. Yeah, it's not my thing. It's just eh,
0: I don't really make up. Right. Team. Todd, <laughs> perfect. I mean, perfect. him and January Jones are throwing down. Perfect. Oh, it's so great. I love
1: when he was uh being left in the middle of the desert for dead and yeah. stood there. Yeah. He knows, uh-huh. he knows his story. And with
0: That. Hold on a second. Give me a moment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, what I love about that show is what if the one thing you needed to be good at to survive was the one thing where you're terrible at? And in this guy's case, the other thing is people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. The overall question is how does one remain friends with an ex? You don't. Correct.
1: You win that glass of scotch. Yeah. Thank you. You uh, And you I don't. will appreciate it.
0: You don't. You might, at, here's the thing, at some point, when both of you are later on in a secure situation and all of that, you might be able to turn that into it. I will give an example from my own life. There was a okay. woman I dated back in college. Uh, we maintained friendship, but nothing terribly close afterwards. And uh, But we still talked some. And after I made my movie, my little... Trudy Store thing. We were we'd emailed some, and I asked her, "Hey, can I send you a copy of it?" Mm -hmm. And I sent it to her, and she said, "Yeah, if you have any, you know, if you want to know my feedback, here's my phone number." I call, and she's not there. I end up talking to her husband for like an hour and a half, and she walks in the room. He's like, "Hey, I got I got your friend Jim on the phone." She's like, "What?" Looks at the phone. She's like, "You've been talking to my husband for an hour and a half." I was like, "Hun, you know me." Yeah. You know how I am. Yes, I'm going to be friends. With, and now she and I are friends. That's fine. But it takes time, and you both better be sure you're in a place where you're okay with it. Because otherwise what happens is you end up with what happened to me in one relationship where it didn't work. Years later, we got back in touch. We hung out. We were both alone. And we got a little drunk, and it fell right back into that. We're going to hump and hate each other <laughs> and rage and then have amazing sex, and then we're going to hate each other again. But no, we're going to stay no, together no, until no. you have to fucking rip the bandage off. And I don't no. mean bandage. You're going to have to literally grab the stitches. Yes. and rip, skin graft. Yeah, and rip it, yeah. clean the fuck yes. off again. When it's time to walk away, if you are walking away, you need to walk away. Away. Like
1: explosion from behind.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And maybe and maybe one day after a little while when you're both secure where you are, it'll be all right. Here's the maybe. thing, dear. If you're feeling the way that you are, like, I don't know about this, until you are in a good relationship, don't even think about it. And then nah, nah, nah. if you run into each other and talk somewhere, be friendly, be polite. Yeah,
1: running to you other uh exes who are friends at a party in a social environment, that doesn't really, really test the waters one way or the other. No, uh-uh. It's just there. And social norms prevail. <laughs> so that's not a big deal. But if... You,
0: you don't have to be fucking friends with this guy. Did you I ever, Did I ever tell you about running to Erica on St. Patrick's Day? Mm-mm. Oh, shit. So I, against my better judgment one year, Brian was mm-hmm. like, hey, man, let's go down to the hangar on 6th Street for... Same is that a thing. State. Yeah, it's down in the warehouse. Okay. It's it's, uh, gotcha. it's not a gay, but it's next to the gay <laughs> bars, and in my mind, it's a gay bar. Gotcha. Um, so instead of going so to barflies, so I fly-
1: want you to know that, dream.
0: So instead of going to barflies, I go there. <laughs> right. It is right across the street from True Lux. Okay. Um, I I go there. I go into the bar. Brian's like, I'm up on the roof. Okay, because right. I've got a rooftop bar. And I go, and as I'm walking down the hallway to the roof, Erica, my ex-fiancee, lived together for three years, turns a corner with her new husband. <sighs> and starts. I was like, oh, fuck. And here's the thing about me. I can't just turn away like it's someone else. I am the hallway. Yeah, that's true. So, oh, hi. How are you? This is not the worst what? thing that's ever all. happened to me. Ever. And so I suck it up, give polite conversation, then I move on. Here's the thing.
1: What I'm... happened with this guy? Did his best friend introduce you to him, and you ask if he can date mm-hmm. him at the fucking talking duck bar? Uh, nope, nope.
0: They got married within a year of us oh. breaking up, because that's what you do. Here's the thing. Young love. Yes. Here, here's how it works. You walk away, and at some point, if you meet up as a as Bob Dylan said in Just Like a Woman, when we meet again, introduced as friends, please don't let on that you knew me when, you have to get to a point where you are a different person. To where you can be like, oh my god, yeah, who are you now? Yes, And now we can become friends because we aren't who we were. Otherwise, you're attempting to rewrite history. That's true. And it ain't gonna happen. Nope. Let it go. And, And if this cat's as perfect as you think, then go to him and say, Look, this is forever. I do to be with you. But yeah. it makes it sound like you were dating goddamn Brad Pitt with, you know a fucking rocket
1: car and yeah, a solid gold house. house.
0: And just everything about him is flawless. Oh, this
1: is so great. This yeah. wasn't forever thinking. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. you you've got a you've got yeah. a rug made out of his haircut yeah. clipping. So you have a rug made out of that excess beard. Yeah. Beard. Yeah. yeah. You ain't ready. You ain't ready to be his friend. You no, you are not. Damn ready near to be ready. Friend. If you're still upset the idea of him dating someone, you ain't ready to be his friend. Go Only... find
1: someone else you can obsess over and yeah. just fucking write on and 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 on about every little goddamn thing.
0: Yeah, dummy. Uh all right. Mm-mm-mm.
1: You're the Bulgarian, you
0: fuck. Now this one, I think we're gonna have an interesting take on, it, and this one is a fucking downer. But I like it. Okay. Dear life, my Lieben Meisters. Six months ago, a good friend died of cancer. Four months ago, my beloved dog died. One month ago, another good friend died of cancer. Four weeks ago, our beloved rescued from a puppy mill, three year old dog died from cancer. Two weeks ago, a much loved close relative tried to commit suicide. One week ago, I found out I'm being laid off from a job I love and have been doing good and have been very good at for 16 years. I'm 60 years old, and the thought of looking for another job fills me with dread. Yesterday, We had to have another elderly dog put down. I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed. I know these things happen to everyone, and I tell myself I've got a good life. We can live on my husband's salary. The house is paid for. We have enough to eat, and we won't be destitute or even suffer much from the loss of my salary. My husband is wonderful and very supportive, but I can't logic myself out of my grief. How do you tell when your grief becomes just a feeling sorry for yourself? A week for a dog, a month for a friend, a couple of months for your career? How long? Do you make it go away? Madam,
1: you are financially maybe not rolling in the um, highest of clover, but you're set. Uh-huh. You know. Uh-huh. You're good. You can survive. It's mm-hmm. cool. Everything's paid for. Yeah. You have a good relationship at home. That's uh-huh. the biggest thing you could hope for. You've yeah. got that. You've pretty much won the lottery. Yeah. So mine I suggest uh, gin and Tonic. Yeah, or an old fashioned. Uh huh. Uh, Just sit there with your nice husband, um, uh, make some cocktails. Get really into cocktails. Yeah, really get into the whole mixology. Oh hell yeah! Learn a new hobby. That's gonna be be me this summer. Yeah, just get into that hardcore. Yeah. Uh, Really, be you know, picky about the kind of bitters you use. Yeah, whatever. Really get into that.
0: You're not an alcoholic if it's arty. Who gives a shit? Yeah.
1: You're in your 60s. Yeah. It's cool. And
0: you've just been shelled by life. It's, it's cool. Yeah.
1: You've been shelled by life, but you haven't been shelled out of subsistence. Yes. Uh-huh. So you're all right. If you can afford all this stuff, just do that. Really get uh, drunk a lot with your husband and or yeah. friends that are still living. Uh-huh.
0: Maybe one night with the friends who aren't. Yeah. Um, just really work that. Get a, get a copy of Dark Ships in the Forest. Yes. Sit on your back patio and listen to it from beginning to end a couple of times. Yeah, it's fun. She has what I learned, what, what uh, Walking Dead uh, taught me a phrase, allowed me to coin a phrase. It is CTSD, constant traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. Uh, many years ago, uh, I, I'm a teacher, and in the first six weeks of a school year, a student was killed, mm. hit by a train on the train tracks walking home. Um, the next six weeks, a student committed suicide. The six weeks after that, a former teacher at the school died of uh, from cancer and a former student um, was shot by the cops while robbing a store. The six weeks after that, one committed suicide in the library at the University of Texas. The six weeks after that, a janitor died of a massive heart attack. Uh, in the men's room right around the corner from my classroom. And the six weeks after that, a former student was hit by a car and killed while at work.
1: I got the results of the test back. <laughs> I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs>
0: at no point were we able to take a step and breathe. Yeah. You can't... I'm going to... Oh, God. I am going to fucking Dr. Phil some shit. You can't <laughs> grieve if you can't breathe. <laughs>
1: If you have to grieve, you have to leave. <laughs> Nothing up your sleeve. Fucking.
0: If you can't take a step back and ca- it's grief is like getting in a fight. Yeah. If it is. you can't take a step back and catch a breath, you're not going to be able to throw a punch. Yeah. And that's the thing is, life is beating the fuck out of you right now. But here's here's the thing. You might be able to step back and throw a punch, but you know what the thing about life is. It's not about how hard you can hit. It's how hard you can get, get hit. hit and keep, keep moving, moving forward. forward. That's true. Because life will beat you to your knees mm-hmm. and keep you there if you let it. Right now, life's whipping That's the true. fuck out of you. And you just need to, you need to cover up and step back into the corner and take it. Everyone, at some point in your life, is going to hit a point where it's way more than you can fucking handle. Accept yeah. that. Deal with it. Realize just goddamn tuck and roll with it. Accept the abuse and realize I'm going to be able to breathe again in a little bit. Yeah. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. This too shall pass. Yeah.
1: And this too shall pass at your brand new cocktail setup.
0: Yes, exactly. Fucking have some <laughs> drinks when your husband's at work, you know, sit down, have a couple of perhaps of uh, wine.
1: after breakfast.
0: Yeah. and your hu- At least y- for a week. And from what you described as your wonderful husband, yeah, he'll yeah. be like, you know what, honey. Can I get you another? Yeah, he comes
1: at you with. Maybe you should slow this down. You say, "Leave your
0: stupid comments in your pocket." Yeah,
1: (laughs) and make yourself another Manhattan.
0: Hope was going through a rough time recently, and right after we got debut, she or her parents' dog that they've had for 15 years had to be put down. That zombie dog? No, 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 that was another dog. This is Peter. He's a big old chocolate lab. Uh, Oh, the zombie dog uh, reached age, I believe, 28. Wow. And died right when her vet uncle had the needle yeah. ready to put it down. Right. This is Petey. He's a chocolate lab and he passed away. And she wow. sent me things. She went up to visit her family recently. And she goes, This is the first time in 15 years that Peter wasn't here to greet me at the door. And I was yeah, like, Yeah, that sucks. Oh, well. And you know what I replied? Do you need me to send you a picture of Digby's happy dance when I get home? She was like, Yes. So when I came home, Digby gets on his back legs, says a little thing with his hands, pictures, sent it to her. And it was like, Aw. Oh. Nice. What you gotta do is focus on what you got, and right now you got a good situation. Your house isn't going away. Yeah, you're gonna eat. Yeah, you're good. you good. Know, there was this commercial that they ran back in the '80s that I saw once that was the most horrifying thing I've ever seen in my life. It was this this nice grandmotherly old lady. It was like oh, her husband died and problem. And then it shows her like in the door of her house, like oh, her apartment. Closing the door, and then her like shivering and covering herself with her coat, sleeping on a park bench, and it was like, oh, uh, "Where was some the elderly uh, homeless?" Uh, it was, it was, it was the most jarring thing I've ever seen. I was like, well, "I can still see it in my head right now." You aren't that lady. Once you got that security done, and you got a husband who knows what you're going through, yeah, you're good. Yeah, so long as you don't turn it into five years from now. You're like. I'm having another drink because my dog passed away, and, said, and you didn't. That know. You gotta understand something. I've my dog. No, I, I may have th-
1: slept with a few married <laughs> men, <laughs> and I might like to get strangled a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little, little, a, little, a little, a little, a auto, auto erotic asphyxiation. Maybe I like it in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> but love has hit me, and I'm gonna get up and keep taking it in everything. <laughs> <laughs> it look like I'm swinging <laughs> <making> from ropes. <laughs> I want eight guys at once. Y'all getting eat out porn videos? <sighs> uh, maybe, maybe that's maybe that's your journey. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but I think I, I think the writing's on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, but you got the support you need yes. to be able to chill out. And this, in general, anytime you feel overwhelmed, look at what you have rather than what you lost, right. yes. and then have a little toddy. Hey, see a to get that booty <laughs>
1: Lay it down and smack on Come on, got to be you. Know, yeah.
0: <laughs> and now our final question. Yeah. Yes. Dear Liebenmeister, I was married last year and had my close friend of about 15-ish years in my bridal party. Now she's engaged. I found out about her engagement through Facebook and I found out that I wasn't in her bridal party through an email. Now normally, not being in a bridal party would not unhinge me, but the email from my friend also included the reason why I wasn't going to be standing with her as she was married. I am too fat and too pale. Her specific quote, I have friends that take pride in their appearance. Ooh. Our wedding is beach themed and I want my girls to look fit and tan. The dresses I picked are strapless and only go- look good on thin girls. Here's the conundrum. How do I decline her invitation? Yes, she actually invited me. Do I go to the wedding then belly flop onto the cake during the first cut? Nomming my fat face through the fondant and plastic bride and groom <laughs> statues. We have mutual friends that I don't think know about the email and if I don't Come, I look like, I, I'm going to look like a huge asshole.
1: Here's what you do. You forward that email to all of your mutual
0: friends. <laughs> wow.
1: And then you do not go to that party.
0: Yeah, you don't. What, because you d- your friend
1: is a bitch. Yeah.
0: I'd go beyond bitch to something that starts with a C and rhymes with cunt. Yes.
1: She's a terrible person. She man. really, genuinely like, what terrible the person. Fuck! It's beach themed, and I want people who take care of themselves. <laughs> fuck you, yeah, man! Fuck you! Yeah, you forward that shit to everybody. Yeah. You fuck yeah. all your mutual friends. People that everybody, everybody. You, Post she that knows.
0: shit on your Facebook wall yes. and and link her. Can
1: you afford a billboard? Yeah, because that's fucked up. Because
0: according to billboards, advertising works. Yes. And if you don't know if it works, it just did. Mm. Yeah. Put very Put that shit up there, man. Yeah. God. I'll, at the minimum, don't go. And if then if anyone's like, oh, so you weren't at her wedding, just go, yeah, she said I was too fat and pale.
1: Now, don't do the telephone game. Everyone should have that information. Everyone yeah. going Actually, to that wedding right. yeah. should have that information before they go there.
0: Oh, find a billboard around the church.
1: Do it. That's bullshit. Sandwich
0: board it. Fucking, uh.
1: She didn't have to be in the wedding, but if, if at any point she was supposed to be in the wedding, and then she decides... No, you can't kiss your fat. Yeah,
0: fuck you. i just be like, oh, you know, uh, y- 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 your friends tactless, because otherwise you would say, well, however, blah blah blah, blah 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 Like, I really—if f-
1: you were sitting there thinking you were going to be part of the wedding party, uh-huh. and your friend never thought that, yeah, then maybe, yeah, just maybe, mm-hmm. you need to get off your fucking high horse. Yeah, it's a possibility. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm just
0: yeah. Just well, there's a, here. here's how I'll put it here. A, when you were getting married and you were like, oh, you need to be, be part of my bro- my groomsmen. I was like, oh, Sam's your best man. Well, yeah. That wasn't even a consideration on sure. my part. I was like, oh, yeah, he has a brother. Maybe yes. you've got other people. Maybe you need to calm down. Was she your maid of honor? Because if not, shut the fuck up. Yeah. If she was your maid of honor and you're not even in it. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Because b- that is a way of going, hey, no, yeah,
1: and for that reason,
0: ooh, yeah, no, 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 not at all,
1: nope. You fans can stick it, brother. Yeah,
0: but that's a thing. You got to make sure everyone's on the same page. It sounds like you know your friends and all that, but the fact that she moved into that look, Moby Dick. Yeah, if I wanted a white whale at my wedding, I'd buy Fudgy. But no, nope. you know, just in general, this is terrible. Yeah. In general, this just makes her sound like a repellent piece of fucking
1: shit. You may want to uh, reevaluate your friendship uh-huh. with this
0: total shallow coont. Coont, yeah. Yeah. Dean R. Coont. Yeah. Because, my God, what the fuck? Wow. Holy got, Who
1: the fuck Jesus. even sits down and goes, clickety-click? Click, yeah, click, click, that seems ping. like what you send to another human being that yeah. you like.
0: Listen, fat stuff.
1: Okay, Calzone, here's the
0: thing. <laughs> I'm not having my wedding at SeaWorld for a reason.
1: I don't want, yes, <laughs> I don't want you at my wedding because I don't want anyone thinking, why is that croissant saying what in your dress? <laughs> no.
0: Normally you could just glide up where we could throw you a fish and spray some salt water on yes. you and you'd feel fine. Insert
1: fat jokey.
0: Oh my God, I'm, I'm. Again, do women actually have friends? Do you have friends? That's Awful. Christ. I mean,
1: like you say. never occurred to me, ever. Look,
0: Jim, I don't want you to be in my wedding because I don't want anyone taller than me up there.
1: Yeah, I don't need that, man. Yeah. Is that cool with you, bro? Yeah, you're
0: going to make me look like less of a man. at my Look, these dresses only look good on women who are thin and tan, and my friends care about their appearance. You know what? She just said it all. My friends care about their parents. Evidently, I don't. Uh, well, all so right. So,
1: fuck you. Oh. Oh. Suck it. Yeah. Jesus you Christ. You might want to try seducing that husband of hers.
0: Ah, yeah. Hey, fuck it. You, know. Well, you can put some jelly in that roll. Yeah. God damn. God damn. Yeah, it's what awful. the fuck? Awful. Awful, awful yeah. motherfuckers. Oh, Oh, man. So there. I would say that about sums up our uh, week with the Life Masters, don't you? Yes. Thanks for checking us out. We should be back tomorrow with our Look at the Fast and the Furious. Mm, Yeah. Uh, If you need those, I can hook you up with them. Clarkson. But other than that, take care, motherfuckers, and we'll catch you tomorrow.
1: God bless your cotton socks.
0: Fucking seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Who the fuck the does fuck that? does that? You too.
1: Does.